0: Bung Bung! Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee in the world. It's actually, um, it's, it's been, been described as a medical marvel by, um, doctors. Um, all types of doctors, you know, I'm, I'm one of them, PSG year podcasting, but medical doctors as well, they've said it cures erectile dysfunction. Uh, it, it is as effective as the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, and it it has been known to um, stop stop numerous suicides. So, if you are feeling down, if you're feel like if you're feeling flaccid, or if you're feeling COVID symptoms, go to bungbungcoffee.com and get yourself some of that bung bung bean, that good good dark roast. You can get one kilogram bags of beans or two hundred gram bags of ground coffee for your uh, you know your French presses, your um, those metal ones that. You know, um uh you know, Italians and Greeks like to use. Um what are they what are they called? Uh, percolator. The percolator uh filter. Mm, you probably don't want a dark roast in a filter coffee, but some you know, maybe you do. Maybe you do. So go go for it. Bangbungcoffee.com uh to get your delicious beans and you know, cure all of your medical ailments um, enter promo code POTTY, that's P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off all orders, no maximum, no minimum spend, no maximum spend, think about that, bungbungcoffee.com, enter promo code POTTY for 15% off, let's start the show. Welcome to the potty bung bung. This is your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcast and the Captain. The Tony Roten of Podcasting. We'll get into that a little bit later. Oh my God. We've got we've got some fucking big news in sports today, but I've got I've got a couple of things to um to update you all on. Okay, so we've we've gone over this a couple of times and that's my street. My street that I live on uh, is, you know, it's, it's set up like, you know, your normal neighborhood. There's other streets on, you know, either side of the block and those streets have speed bumps. So everyone uses my street. We've got a high volume of traffic and we've got a bit of hooning. And it's not a wide street. I had somebody. You guys know, two of my neighbours have one. Rever- two, both of them actually reversed into my car? One destroyed two panels on the driver's side of my car, and one destroyed a single panel. Um, you know, so I had to go. You know, through insurance, get that fixed up. One of them didn't admit to it, and I had to you know threaten physical you know violence to to sort that one out. Then the next neighbour must have probably heard. Um, you know, about my reputation, Uh, so she left a note, Um, you know, Violence Against Women Australia says no, but like, you hit hit her my car, I hit her your face, okay, so she left a note, and then uh, I think about a week and a half ago, some old dude fucking took off my side mirror, not with tools, with his vehicle, he fucking hit it, smashed it into a million pieces, uh, and this man, Honestly, can you play the poor posture of the week, the week music real quick? Poor, 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 poor of the week. This motherfucker was all bent out of shape, dude. He was, he looked like the number seven. You know, some some people have hunchbacks, uh, and they look like candy canes. This dude was just bent at the waist. I thought he was just mad respectful, but then he wasn't. Um, you know, Japanese. So I realized he had scoliosis or some shit. And he walks out of his car and he hobbles over to me. He's like, I did that. And I was like, what are you, proud of yourself, motherfucker? Fucking, do you have insurance? Do you know what this guy said? I don't know. What? I don't. Like, fuck off, Siri. <laughs> this guy said he didn't know if he had insurance. Um, So I was like, give me your license now. I, I turned into a full cop. I asked him for his license and registration. I got that shit, took photos of it. Took photos of the damage. Forgot his. Um, I actually forgot to get uh, a picture of his registration plate, and I called him and told him to return to me. I beckoned him. Um, I David beckoned him, and he came. He came over. I got. I took a picture of his car. There was no damage in his car, of course. Um. And then I called the insurance. Now my car's actually, it's in there. It's it's at the repairer now, getting paid by insurance. I've got a rental car from Europe car. And honestly, here's my gripe with the insurance company is um, I the, the girl goes, oh, so we've got you in a hatchback. And I was like, that won't do. I'm sorry. So you see the car that has been damaged is a Holden Commodore uh, 2019. You see that? She says yes. And I said, So that's a big car and big boy. I need a bigger car. She goes, Oh, okay. So, uh, yep. Oh, yep. It looks like there's an SUV available. Also, when I went to Europe Car, I saw about 40 cars that were available. There wasn't just one car in the lot. And I go there, and this guy gives me this SUV, and it's not an SUV, it's a small SUV, and it's essentially just a bigger version of a hatchback. So I'm fuming while my knees, you know, my knees are touching the ceiling as I'm driving home from there. I've already got a fucked up back, fucked up knee. I'm driving this fucking clown car. So that's my gripes. You know, I'm not paying for the repairs and that's all good. I mean, the amount you pay for car insurance anyway is like, just, it's insane. And then like for a side side mirror, like... You know, if I was if I was a real man and I could fix a car, I could probably order this side mirror for a hundred bucks and put it on myself, right? This I don't know exactly how much, but I know that to use insurance, it's it's got to cost more than like the 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 minimum or what like. So five hundred bucks, it's got to cost more than five hundred bucks essentially for a side mirror or a wing mirror, they want to call it. Fucking unbelievable, unbelievable scenes. But, um, yeah, honestly, this dude, uh, yeah, I almost, I didn't almost beat his brains. No, this is what happened. I went out, I went outside, I heard a noise and I was like, there's no fucking way my car has been hit for a fourth time. You know, I explained two times earlier, there was a time before those at my old office. We parked underneath the office and it was all small parks. And I have this fucking dent in the back, in the rear of my car from like a tow bar, but it's high as fuck. So it must've been like a, like a Ford Raptor or a Hilux or something, something, something up high. The, and like, honestly, why would you want your tow bar that high? Because if you put a caravan on the back, it's going to lean back like Fat Joe, you know, like, why would you want your tow bar that high? Anyway, I've got a fucking tow bar dent in the fucking back of my car that I had to, I had to. Um, pay for myself through insurance because um they didn't leave a note those motherfuckers so this is the fourth time like my car's essentially brand new again um because of all the new parts it's got so um yeah so I go outside and I'm like out in the middle of the street fucking like what the fuck like straight screaming at the heavens right on, let me have some of this bung bung coffee the best coffee in the whole wide world It's a little bit. That's just a little bit too hot. Um, so, and then he he comes back again. And he's like, "Oh, I did that," and I like, I was like, well, "Where the fuck did you go?" Like, he comes back, and I'm still mad at him. You know, I'm just like in, I'm in, I'm in this this zone of of anger. So, whatever, it's getting fixed. And now I'm driving a what's it called? Um, oh, who gives a fuck? Played golf last weekend, um, and you can call me the fucking Tiger Woods of podcasting, baby, dude. I hit a chip in from about forty feet, Fit? feet, chip in, dude. And I went, and I was, dude. I fucking, I'd never got it. It was my first chip in, and it was for a birdie, dude what's a birdie uh I'm one other, under par golf guy. Okay. one under par so it's right. a par three course it's a pretty easy course but uh chip in from 40 feet for a birdie is pretty like you know that's fucking that's some real fucking john daly type shit so so yeah i i shot a 74 so par 3 18 holes par is 54 74 is not bad for a beginner and i consider myself a beginner because I play, I play actual 18 holes probably once every three years. So that's a beginner. Yep. So 74 is good. Um, one of the, and no offense, Kim Lee. Um, if you listen, I'm sure you don't. He's a comedian. I went with four comedians. Paul the Black, friend of the show. Um, he's terrible at golf. So he wasn't very good. Um, Henry, uh, he was actually surprisingly okay. And then Kim Lee, who plays all the time, Shot a seventy-five, so I beat it. And, I, yeah. and the whole time I was talking to him like this, I was like, "Oh man, like I'm fucking so shit. Like I haven't played since 2018. Like I've gone on the golf, the driving range a couple times, but like I can't putt. I'm fucking my putting game's on point. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, it was like Space Jam, dude. Um." Well, opposite to Space Jam, because I didn't lose my talent. Yeah, I was like the Monstars. I was like the Monstars. I I had stolen someone's talent, I guess. Um, I forgot that you have to have your own tees and your own balls to play golf. So I had to buy everything while I was there. So I'm thinking like, you know, I was a bit skinny for cash, right? So I'm like, all right, yeah, this will cost 20 bucks. So everything will be okay. Okay, I need a fucking thing of balls, thing of tees. You know what? Now I'm here. I'll get a coffee. So yeah, 45 bucks later, I'm playing golf. But whatever, we did it. Um, I'm the I'm the best. Um, so that was like you know that was easily, you know, probably about three k's carrying clubs as well because I tried to put my clubs on like the like the wheelie thing that they have there already. But my club, like my bag kept falling off, so I carried my clubs the whole day, so I'm carrying clubs for about 3 k's, decent level of, you know, calories burnt, I would say, next day, so that was a Saturday, then Sunday, I get up, I get on the exercise bike at home, you know, Christmas or birthday gift from my mom, thank you, another sip of this, man, and um, yeah, get up, do a workout, bang, bang, I'm feeling good, and then Rachel's like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Should we walk the dogs? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. We walk the dogs, probably like a nice 2K walk with the dogs. You don't want to walk too far with puppies because they're still growing. You can fuck up their growth plates and all this, right? So 2Ks is decent. Then uh, we're like, oh, you know, beautiful day. Let's go to Mount Lofty. Um, Not, Mount, not like the fucking corny Mount Lofty where all these motherfuckers want to do photo shoots. And let's... Let's, let's all 1,000 of us walk on the same day and now we're all in each other's way. Man, you corny! Not that one. We went to the Mount Lofty Botanic Gardens. And honestly, um, I'm never going to the Adelaide CBD Botanic Garden again. I'm done with it. Mount Lofty or bust. So there's a recommendation for you. Shout out to Mount Lofty Botanical Gardens. Um, I don't know if it's botanical or botanic or can you can you switch that one out like like neither neither
1: I don't know on that one
0: yeah and and who cares honestly who fucking gives a fuck but we yeah we did that and dude up and down you know steep hills we did about probably five and a half six K's there so all up you know I've done probably seven K's seven and a half Ks that day, plus a bike ride, plus golf the day, day before, or, oh, and on hole 16 at golf, I fucking shanked it, shit drive, and I swore to God, I probably did an ACL that day, bro, that, that hole, this hole 16, I was like, oh no, something's happened here, and yeah, ever since last weekend, my knee has been jacked the fuck up, and you know, I haven't iced it or anything, because I'm, you know i've said this probably five or six times over the last few episodes i'm i'm full blown retard now so, <laughs> so I, haven't, I haven't um iced it at all i probably you know i'll commit to doing it right now I'll commit to doing it but i guarantee i won't ice it by the end of the day um so yeah my knee's been all fucked up then i go rex airlines to mount gambia for work um you know and be, there was a, there was a, um, I don't know if you heard about, there was like a, not an outbreak of COVID there, but there was a lady that came in from Melbourne. So, so Mount Gambia is all fucked up with COVID, right? It's not, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not fucked up. There was one person with it and everyone panics. Just like Adelaide, all oh, three people have COVID, no one go out for the rest of the fucking fortnight. Fuck you, man. So everyone's like, oh, you know, I've booked my flights already. Well, I didn't book them. Work booked them. But like, you know, every everyone I've got appointments with, are like, oh, are you still coming? I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on there? Like, oh, a lady had COVID. I'm like, oh, well, are you her? No. I'm like, okay, well, do you know her? Have you met her? No. Then what are we talking about? And I'm on the plane, dude. And they're talking about, oh, you, it's, you know, it's a national regulation. You have to have your mask on. Not true. Not true. You actually... Can have your mask off. But, you know, I'm not one of those guys. I've got my mask on. You're allowed to take it off to eat or drink, right? Because when you're eating or drinking, COVID can't go anywhere. It can't come out of your body. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can take your mask off. And when you walk into a venue, you've got to have your mask on. But when you sit down, you can take it off. Because when you're sitting down, COVID can't go anywhere. And if you... Are standing up, you're not allowed to drink. But if you sit down, you can drink. Because if you stand up and drink, COVID just starts flying around the room. But if you sit down and drink, it's all it's all sweet. So this is the rules. And we're gonna get into some covert rules in a minute when we But how long until Cause Cause they do the big speech, and on the way into Mount Gambia, the um flight attendant was great and normal. She was a normal human, human being and she wasn't power tripping. Coming back in, this woman... Uh, first off, I don't know if she had a speech impediment, but when she was doing the... when she, Why don't they upgrade the fucking speakers on planes? How come... I'm like, what... Make sure you pay attention. She says, make sure you pay attention um, because you're sitting in an emergency exit. Okay. I'm like, okay. And then I've got to pay attention. Overwing exit. What? Oh, dude. And um, oh, I forget. I wish I recorded her. I forget the way she was speaking, but it wasn't like, I know, you know. I know that they get trained to like put on a voice for like, and there's a toggle here, and there's a flashlight on this side of the life vest, and they they almost sound like news reporters. This wasn't that. There was some. There was something crazy going on with her, and she had this fucking attitude, bro. I'm just like, it is. I get it. What one? We're not in America where like flight attendants are getting beat down like daily. Um. There was, you know, people constantly sending in these um, poor posture of the week of people getting like duct taped to their their chairs and shit on planes. It's wild over there, but like, I can't I can't do the same poor posture of the week every week. Um, but yeah, so this lady, she's real serious and and she's got this attitude about it. I'm like, I'm not even t- like, I'm not even sitting next to anybody. I'm minding my own business. I'm writing jokes. It was the one time I finally like I didn't have any distractions. I know. I would like, I was talking to my friend Ben about this the other night. I, would li- I wouldn't I would mind paying money to just fly to like LA and back without even getting off the plane. Because it would just give me a space to like concentrate. Because I come in here and I'm like, I'm like oh, I'll write some jokes. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, maybe I'll edit the potty. Oh, man, oh, this room's distracting. Let me go up there. Oh, PlayStation, let me play five or six hours before I do this. Oh, kitchen, oh, let's have a snack. I don't get shit done ever. I'm on this plane, fucking like 40-minute flight, three pages of jokes, fucking just flowing. So I'm thinking I need to get on more flights, but flights are pretty much illegal, dude. I don't know what's more illegal, getting on the flight or fucking sticking a cocaine-filled balloon up your rectum and getting on the flight. So that's... How long, bro? <laughs> the, the She's getting all uptight about um masks only... You can only take it off when you're eating or drinking, right? Only during service time. And the, you know, the, the flight gets ready to take off. It's one of these prop planes to as loud as fuck like, the whole time. Um... Once you're, you, I don't know, fifteen thousand feet in the air or whatever it is, they bing bing, and she unbuckles and she gets up. But the uh, the sign, the seatbelt sign, st- stays illuminated, right? So you're supposed to stay seated. How long until there's a, a mask off sign? Uh, I
1: don't know. Like I've I've heard that flights are about to open up next month.
0: Okay. Okay. To where?
1: Don't know. National. Podcast. Not to Melbourne. I don't know. None of it's sourced.
0: Uh, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um. Yeah, but I like. Will we ever a fly maskless again?
1: It's not even just flying. Like, will society be maskless?
0: Yeah, I hate it, dude. Even at our, at our work, and you know, I've you know, I've seen people kicking up a fuss, and apparently, you can. You can, if you really want to, because, like, people are starting to uh, force employees to get vaccinated and stuff like that. Apparently, if you really want to, you can, like, you can, like, really kick up a stink and get out of it and not get fired. Um, And same with masks and all that. Apparently, you're not actually able to force your employees to wear masks. But, like, yeah, I just... It, it is a bit much, I think. I don't know. It's just so long, man. I hate sitting. I I hate sitting at a desk all day, masked up. You don't have to wear one at your job, no, dude. Do. No, we don't have to. They make us wear like even if we're not facing clients. And shit, if you if you're in the office, you have to wear a mask. I'm like, Fuck this, man. So I just bring. I just I've like forty coffees a day now because I'm just like, well, I'm drinking a coffee. That's a that's my little loophole. So yeah, but that's. It's just too much man. I think they need to but I think if they do do a mask off sign on the plane, they should play Future Mask Off on repeat for the whole time until she comes back and collects all the rubbish. I wish I had that drop on the board. <laughs> yeah. They should have that shit on repeat, bro, the whole time and you have to eat to that song. And they should if you're if you're watching like a movie and you know how they interrupt your your entertainment for um announcements they should interrupt your entertainment and they should just have the film clip on repeat on repeat the whole time during service that's what um you know and that would be dope and maybe they would become more lenient to move and wait on flights if it was more future focused future focused flying sensation Sensation. (laughs) um oh chet friend of the show uh he opened Motherload. His brick and mortar chicken nuggets store. And let me tell you this. It's fucking delicious. Like I already knew it was delicious because I've been to his uh, you know, his container at, at the fringe and at music festivals and all this. But now he's got a brick and mortar, and this shit is fire, bruh. Fuego. I went there, I had three young blood beers. And I had a, like probably a kilo of um, chips. I only got to have one nugget. I got there a bit late and um, it was it was a launch event. So it wasn't like you. we weren't ordering off the menu. It was just sort of like a cocktail service. They're just walking around giving you shit. So, oh, man, it was delicious. I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. I want to go out. I want to go there, start my night there, pig out on nuggets, get pissed and go out. So get to uh yeah you got to get to Motherload if you if you haven't heard of it or haven't been there already. I mean it's, today is the first day open to the public. I think last night so I went to this event Thursday. Then last night Friday was like a soft launch, and then today is like open, taking bookings to the public. Go go go, Motherload Nuggeteria like cafeteria but nuggets. Um, get in there and uh, yeah, go hard. Um. Let's let's go with uh, the news. Uh, Dave Chappelle released a new comedy special um, called "The Closer," and I don't know if that means it's going to be his last special or whatever. Or I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard phenomenal things. But cunts are trying to cancel him again. Again, listen here, you goofy motherfuckers. The easiest way to cancel somebody, instead of complaining about him on Twitter, which which is one of Dave's jokes, is apparently Twitter's trying to drag me. I don't give a fuck because Twitter's not a real place. Okay? So instead of complaining on Twitter, how about don't watch it? How about the less people that watch it, the less successful he becomes, you stupid fucks who are just intentionally watching shit to complain about it. Why is this why is it so dope to cancel shit? Like, you you get like social currency for being the first person to like say like, oh, trans, transphobic, fucking homophobic, oh racist, oh shut the fuck, just what, it's art, okay, it's jokes, it's not like he's a fucking senator, and he went up to do his fucking political speech, and he said, oh and by the way, (laughs) I hate fags, like he is telling jokes, well crafted jokes, which make you think, okay I haven't seen the special yet, but I I know, you know, I, I can only imagine the jokes are similar to his previous trans jokes, Jokes. The word I keep saying is jokes. They're jokes. You know, all comedians go, oh, the other day I was walking down the street and this is a it's a lie. Part of the whole the whole craft is to make it seem like it happened, but it didn't. It's a story being told. It's a joke that got written on a piece of paper. You think all comedians just, just somehow get themselves in these wild situations on a regular regular enough basis to release an hour of material every year. You fucking morons. It's jokes. It's written down. It's it's like when you watch a movie and someone wrote that as a script. Every joke is a is a is a line in a script. You dumb fucks. Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it and shut the fuck up. If you don't watch it, then he doesn't get he doesn't get all the views and he doesn't get all the money and he doesn't get all the the deals. But I'm not saying that because I believe that that's what should happen. I, I think he's the best communi- uh, communicat- comedian of all time. He's my goat, you know, my generation. I, I, I've been old enough to watch all of his comedy specials from, you know, um, Killing Him Softly, um, all that good shit, all that good shit. And he's transitioned... As a comedian, he used to be much sillier and now he's like he's much more topical and political and philosophical as well. But like that just because his tone has changed from he's got a joke where a homeless guy is eating like a Snickers bar and the guy goes, Where the fuck did you get chocolate from? And and the and then the homeless person goes, Chocolate? This is doo-doo, baby. Just because he's not doing that anymore. Doesn't mean that he's serious about the shit that he talks about. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. It's it's just, dude. If you're gonna be trans, and I know it's not a decision. It's you know you're trapped inside this this body or whatever. But if you're if you're gonna be this this thing that you attach your entire identity to, don't you think that's wild too? Is that like you 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 you're trans. And you decide that that's going to be your whole identity. That's like me being a male, right? Because trans is a gender, correct? That's like me being a male and my whole my whole personality is just being a male. Like, I only eat steaks and watch sports and drink beer. Like, that's a stereotype. And you being softcocks about comedy is turning your your already, you know, not favorable stereotype... That you're complaining about is getting worse by the way you're acting. Do you not see that. That's like Asians driving terribly on purpose. You fucks. Um, I think that's all the news that I had was about Dave Chappelle. Honestly, um, but yeah, just I don't know. I watching shit just to just to complain. Like you're searching to. Dude, I, I watch Netflix and, you know, I do close reviews and all this shit all the time. It is so hard for me to sit through some of the bullshit that I sit through. But I'm not looking for shit that I disagree with or looking for shit that I'm going to hate. And so you you go into a Dave Chappelle special knowing you're going to be offended and you, you choose to watch it. I, like, intentionally, like didn't pay attention to Donald Trump because he was so divisive and like, you know, outwardly racist. I wouldn't like then go and watch Trump highlights. What what are you doing? Shut the fuck up and harden the fuck up, you cunts. Um, let's go. <laughs> Since I'm talking about uh, you know, uh that uh, you know, Netflix and all that, let's just go to close reviews. Comedy, action, a horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set, design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Netflix. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. The Guilty. It's a remake from like a Swedish film or something. Uh, you know, it's all on source here. Welcome to the Polly Podcast. But it's a remake. Uh, apparently the first one was better. Uh, and when I say apparently, uh, it's confirmed. I've seen I've seen the first one. Uh, do I know the actors? No, they're all Swedes or something or German. Yeah, let's see. See if you can see if you can pull up the the OG one. Oh, here. Yeah, uh, yeah. In the Wikipedia, there's based on. Click in the no no. Oh, my God. We've fucked it. <laughs> um, hold on, guys. Stay with us. Stay with us. Don't change the channel. So, you see where it says based on down there? Hit that one, yeah. By Gustav Moller. So, it's Danish. Danish. The first one's Danish, 2018. So, it's already got a remake in three years. And they, they like doing that with when there's a good foreign film. So, we'll see Um, what was that Korean film that fucking was dope as fuck. Paranoid, parasite. pirate parasite. We'll see. We'll see an American parasite in the next twelve months. You heard it here first. Um, but anyway, so the guilty. He's he's a cop that has been demoted and now he's working in the nine one one call center. He gets a phone call and uh, he takes it very seriously and he's trying to he's trying to prevent you know this crime from going down and. You don't see anything outside of the 911 call centre. It is all just the phone call from Jake Gyllenhaal's side of the phone call. You do hear the voices on the other side of the phone, but you don't see any of the action taking place. Which, I got into an argument about, we almost broke up over this. Uh, Rachel thought it was great because you get to use your uh, your imagination and all of that, and you get to choose you know, what the people look like on the other side of the phone call, where they're going, you know, all that shit. Which, you know, is dope if you're reading a fucking book, okay? That's why Harry Potter was so dope. When you read it, apparently I didn't read it, but you got to create these characters in your head. You got to picture them from the words, right? Film is a visual medium. So I don't really want shit to be left out. I get the artistic, Thing behind it or whatever, but you know, and it was like I guess it was like a showcase of Jake Gyllenhaal's talents. It's very close up, close up acting, eyebrows, eyes, sweat, you know, mouth, no, no hormones, all that, you know. And he killed it; he fucking killed it. But I just, at the end of the day, how can how can you utilize all of the aspects of cinema? when you're limited by one room, okay, now, when I say that, I say this, I've seen 12 Angry Men, which is, can you look up 12 Angry Men and tell me what year that's from, um, which is, it's a jury, and they're all men, and they're in a room for the entire 1957, so they're, they're just in the jury room for the entire film, and that you know, I think I gave that movie like a nine out of ten or something. It's fucking very well done. So maybe I'm being a bit hypocritical or the other word that is similar to that, but um I just didn't I, I just didn't get into it with like a, a phone call. Like if you've seen The Call with Halle Berry, that's a similar concept, but you actually see the action on the other side of the phone call as well, which is dope. Um unfortunately I have to give this film a 6 out of 10. It did, I was captivated for the entire film, but, you know, they could have, they I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just being a bit basic here. But I just feel like I didn't need 90 minutes or two hours or however long the movie is of just Jake Gyllenhaal's face. He could have showcased his talents in half of that and then the other half they could have shown some other shit going on. They could have shown why he got demoted. They did explain that you know, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I'd say that I've been wrong before, but I'm sticking with my gut here. Six out of 10 for the guilty. And then highly anticipated film on Disney Plus, Free Guy, Ryan Reynolds. And i got to tell you motherfuckers that I wasn't really excited about this from the get-go. Uh, it seemed to be... People... People are just sold on Ryan Reynolds, and that's fair enough. He's a big, he's a big movie star, and he did Deadpool, which was dope. But um, everyone just saw him coming out in this movie and thought this was going to be like the dopest shit ever. And I think you guys, I think you guys have fallen for the hype here because I, I just didn't love this. I think it was entertaining enough. right I tell you what, it is free guy is based, uh, Ryan Reynolds' name in the film is Guy. And the setting is a video game called Free World, so Free Guy, okay? And he's inside this video game and he's an NPC, non-playable character, who becomes intelligent enough to want to not be doing the same shit every day. So he wakes up every day, works at the bank, the bank gets robbed because the characters in the game are trying to get their loot up. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, right? And he just like he gets intelligent enough to realize that this isn't, this is like shit's not sweet, right? So it's like, it's almost like, you know, people that are into simulation theory, this is, I guess, that would have been a discussion in the writing room for this is like simulation theory and beating the simulation and all that kind of shit, which is, you know, if that was, if that was the focus of the film and not trying to like, you know, the, the, the side quest is like the people that work for the video game The software has been stolen, and like that's not really what your investment is. I think if they focused on the simulation theory side of things, or made it, made it funnier. I don't know. I don't know. It was fine. It was enough to like you know how everyone's seen every comedy now. Like you've seen all the good comedies, you've seen super bad. You've seen there's not and there's nothing dope dropping. Um. So if you're looking for for like a easy to watch movie that you haven't seen yet, I'd say go see it. But um. It's not as dope as, as as it was made out to be. six out of 10, free guy. Let's go to sports. Uh, okay NBA Ben Simmons uh has emptied his Philly home and it will soon be up for sale now keep in mind that this man has not been traded he as the as as it stands he is he is a Philadelphia 76er uh and Philly is requesting the world for him in this trade. He uh, uh, The most recent trade to have been denied is uh, to Portland for three first rounders and three draft swaps. And Portland said, fuck that. This cunt can't even shoot. Uh, he doesn't even care about basketball and all he's trying to do is fuck Instagram bitches. We don't want this guy. And, you know, Portland, I mean, I don't, I've never been to Portland. They say it's got the most strip clubs per capita in the United States. Uh but I don't know that there's that many Instagram bitches in Portland. So maybe that's the place that he needs to be. Um he really thinks he's getting traded. I mean, I guess I guess he is. Otherwise, like if you don't play when you're not I don't know how the contracts work. Like my contract for my job is I have to go to work to earn my money. So if you're just cracking a hissy fit and you're not training and you're not playing, surely you don't get paid. Yeah, like, he's he's not getting paid. Yeah. Uh, so he better fucking hope that a trade comes through. I don't want him at Chicago. I like our squad. I like our squad. I mean, yeah historically, you know, Ben Simmons has actually been to the playoffs and all of that, and Lonzo, you know, Lonzo hasn't, but I don't know, I take, I I kind of long-term take Lonzo, I think. Simmons is, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I'm off him. I'm off his whole attitude. I don't think he remembers where he came from. I think he doesn't even remember Australia, honestly. I think he, he didn't do the Olympics, you know, pretending that he's working on his skills. You know what helps skills? Playing. Playing um, against the best players in the world, that sometimes helps, but that's just me. Um, Yeah, so I think he forgot about Australia. I think he forgot about high school. I think he forgot about college and I think he forgot about Philly, the team that drafted him and, and, and has, you know, done so much for him. Got rid of Jimmy Butler for him. He has forgotten all of his history. He thinks he's someone else. I, he, I think he's forgotten about that dunk that he passed up over Trey Young, and that's that's wild. Because I would, I wouldn't even be afraid to go up against Trey Young in the post, you know. And I don't play NBA. Um, oh, fucking, I don't know why that keeps happening. We have got technical difficulties on Google sometimes. Go in the Google search bar. That yeah, that'll work better don't know why that does that um yeah but that's about that's about all I know is that that he's he's emptied his home he hasn't been traded and i just don't know what people have i don't know that people are going to trade do any direct trades for him i think it's going to be yeah picks and swaps oh my god that is pathetic just looking at the picture of ben simmons not dunking on trey young oh my god yeah that's mentality that's some like you can't fix that like with a trade you need psych- psychological help maybe even psychiatric my guy maybe you need some bung bun coffee it'll keep you dick hard with all your instagram models and it'll fix your whole psyche up sometimes when i feel sad i just get a bung bun coffee in me and I'm just ready to go, bro. Ready to go. People have literally... Dude, there was a case in the United States. Someone was standing on the edge of a bridge ready to jump. Someone threw a Bung Bung Coffee just at them. Just at them. And it just absorbed through their skin. And he was happy. And he did, He climbed down. He didn't jump. So that's what Bung Bung Coffee will do for you. Um, Kyrie Irving's bugging. He is refusing to get the vaccine, which is, you know... Whatever, whatever, get it, don't get it, I don't give a fuck, I haven't got it, okay? Am I against it? No, absolutely not. Um, I just spoke to my mum, apparently there's a a mandate coming in here that everyone working in healthcare is going to need um, the vaccine. Now, I don't know if what I do is considered healthcare. Um, I know selling bung bun coffee is actually considered healthcare uh, because it cures suicide. Um, but yeah, so Kyrie's not getting it. There's, there's been some progress. So basically what it was sounding like was this man wasn't going to be able to train or play home games. Cause you have to be vaccinated in New York to do this. Same within San Francisco, which is, we'll get onto, um, Andrew Wiggins soon, but there's been some developments that he should be he he is going to be allowed to train at home practices. He's still not going to be able to play home games if he's unvaccinated. Now the NBA Players Association is pushing for if it's if it's state or city-based mandates forcing players to get vaccinated that the NBA, if it's not an NBA mandate, the NBA shouldn't be paying the players less if they miss their home games. Um which I guess makes sense. I guess it makes sense. Okay. I don't know. I my problem is if 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 Kyrie didn't have his history, I wouldn't be as mad at this as I am. But he every time there's something he's got to have a fucking issue with it. There's the first off the world's flat, which doesn't even. Um, oh, sorry, that sounded like I was saying it. This is from Kyrie's perspective. I I believe in the globe. Okay. <laughs> um. So, which doesn't have anything to do with the NBA, but like you know, he's talking about that and and uh, uh what did he say? He said something in an interview like well, have you ever been to the moon? Or just some dumb shit. Have you, motherfucker? How do you know it's flat? He, so he's just a contrarian for no reason. Everything, he thinks that disagreeing with things makes you the smartest guy in the room, which is not the case, okay? um, But yeah, there's that. Then like he's missing games for Black Lives Matter. I get it, but if you want to, if you want to be an advocate for something, I I am, you know, I'm all for that. But you can't just not go to work. You need you need to choose one or the other or do both. And some of it you can do in the off season and really go hard in the off season. But like when you're, oh, Black Lives Matter, I'm going to not do, I'm not going to do sports anymore for, you know, as long as I feel like it. I don't like that shit. And I don't. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. I'm not saying that. I people can be smart as well and and have an impact as well off the court, but still go to work. You know, you play you play for two hours a night, so you can do that and and do the other stuff as well. So I didn't. I didn't like that shit. Uh, and and then he's doing all this extra shit. He's fucking saging courts before he plays, bro. Come on. There's, yeah, I get you've got Native American blood and all this shit. Dude, there's Muslims in the NBA. They don't bring their prayer mats out onto the fucking court and start praying before games. If there was a Jew in the NBA, and I'm sure there isn't, I'm sure they wouldn't bring their dreidels out and start spinning them on the court. What are you doing, doggy? And now, just every turn, every turn, every time there's something. You know, you you think you're better than LeBron and all this wild shit. You hit one shot. Nah, no, he's a pretty fucking good player. But again, another player, another talent that I don't want at the Bulls. No fucking way. I don't want that on my team. These guys are fucking tweaking, bro. And then and then they go and say, oh, "I don't believe." Yeah, I don't give a fuck what you believe. Okay, but you got to give me some reasoning. Don't tell me to do my research, and don't tell me that you're doing your own research because because you're not. You're doing confirmation bias. You're looking up shit that confirms what you believe. Okay? People do this. People do this. You're not doing, you know, scientific studies, control tested experiments. You're not doing that. That's not, what you're doing is not research. It's reading. You're not comparing studies. You're not, you're not checking who wrote the articles you're reading and what their motive for writing it might have been? You're not doing that, bro. You're just being a clown at the end of the day. You're not, dude, why don't you go see 50 doctors and and s- say, tell me about this vaccine and, and how safe it is for me and whether or not I should do it and see how many say yes and how many say no. But then you're going to come back, even when they when it comes up, forty out of fifty doctors said it's safe. Go for it. You're going to come back and say, "Oh no, they're doing it because of big pharma and pharmaceutical companies." Bruh, not everything can just be a conspiracy. Not everything. Not everything, bruh. I don't know. This is all come from a man who still hasn't been vaccinated, so I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not vaccinated because, in where where I'm at. I don't need to be. And if my work, honestly, if my work, the place that provides me, my life source, my income, the the only thing that gets me by, if they told me I had to get vaccinated, honestly, dude, yeah, maybe I'm a sheep. I'd go and fucking do it because I need that bread. I need it. And bung bung, you know, if bung bung coffee had employees, I'd make those motherfuckers go get vaccinated too. Just, to flex on him, just just to just to show him my power, bro. I'd be like, oh, you still want to work here? Get that fucking needle, doggy. Or get the fuck out of my office. And I'd have that that Matt Lauer panic button too uh, under my desk. <laughs> and I'd hit that button and I'd lock him in. But instead of trying to make him like suck my dick, I'd be like, You're not getting out of here until I fucking give you this vaccine. Matt Lauer calls calls his penis, that vaccine. He says, you're not leaving my office till I give you this vaccine because he's a rapist, you guys. Um, Andrew Wiggins, for religious beliefs, advised the NBA that he would not be getting the vaccine. And he got that shit because he knows that he is on a ridiculous contract. He's way overpaid for his production and he will never get a contract like this again. So if he misses half his games and misses out on half of this contract, this miracle contract he's on, he went home and he did the math. He just financially, he just came home and he was like, oh shit, I'm going to miss out on that much. Get me that vax now. And then he... um. He did another press conference full of regret. And he's like, uh, oh, you know, we'll just see where I'm at in 10 years. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, you'll be alive and not dead of coronavirus. Think about that, guy. Dude the NBA is so wild right now. There is a NBA healthcare fraud investigation. Twelve pre 12 previous NBA players have been arrested. Arrested for healthcare fraud. 18, no, 18 former NBA players. One of which is my man, none other than Tony Roten, or Tony broton I like to call him. And he, fought $4 million in healthcare fraud. So essentially there've been, 18 players have colluded and been submitting healthcare claims and getting paid checks. um, Like, yeah, up to, up to like 50,000 US dollars. Dude, you got, you got these, Sebastian Telfair, man, wild, bro, wild for the night. Uh, Tony Allen is one of them. Um, Glenn Big Baby Davis. Shannon Brown, who has one of the best blocks of all time that actually got called a foul. You would know about that one, you're a Lakers fan. Boardman's in the house, by the way. Everyone, <laughs> forty minutes in, um, yeah, dude. This this shit is so wild. So these cats, these cats were all in this together, I guess. Um, yeah, eighteen arrests, eighteen arrests uh, across these states: Washington State, California, New York, Alabama, Illinois, they call it Illinois, uh, Florida, Nevada, Georgia, and Tennessee. And that's funny how they're all like. I guess a lot of them are back home, Southern states, Georgia. Yeah, um, wild, bro, wild for the night. Because, and the, you'll notice they're all older players, like former NBA players, obviously. So this was these guys played back in the day before they would give you any like financial education. So these guys would all go out and buy Escalades because Escalades were dope back then. Smush Parker. He's not one of these eighteen players, but he got an Escalade, and he changed the badge like you did with the Magna. You manged it. Yeah, he smush. He went Smush Galade. He customed a Smush Galade. He's one of the worst Lakers of all time. This guy got a Smush Galade. <laughs> um, yeah, like this players would just go buy chains that have um, fucking what's it called entourages. Um, oh, he's got dreads now. Um, yeah, dude, these, these cats just didn't have any, like now, you know, you got KD is like huge into, um, you know, tech Silicon Valley shit. Uh, like guys are just a bit smarter with their money now. And these, none of these guys made their money work for them. And that's why you got to listen to Jay-Z's album. Um, what was his album that got released on Tidal? Probably, I think it's his most recent one. 444. His album 444 is less about selling drugs and more about making his money work for him. He sounds mad um, fiscal. And I guess all rappers sound fiscal because they're always flexing about their cash and, you know, bands making them dance and um, um, Rack City. Um, money over bitches. Um, cash rules everything around me.
1: Lots of apologizing on that album. It's coming back to me now. Four forty-four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just after all that shit went down. Yeah,
0: that the Beyonce shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, what? What, I, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, money. Health. Healthcare fraud. Yeah. Yeah, players now they, you know, they look after themselves a bit be better. They've got teams, you know. Not their not who they play for, but like, you know, financial advisors, accountants, business managers. They've got all that. Um whereas back in the day you had like your agent and your manager and um all your friends, the neighborhood, the drug dealers that kept you safe while you're growing up, you know, you're paying everyone back. But now it's like, oh, I'm investor. I'm an investor in, you know, um, Mar- Mary Jane, marijuana, marijuana. Um, I'm invested in nothing. I have no portfolios. I, uh, I've i invested in myself, podcast, comedy, coffee. And if I work hard enough, it should, you know, should return, shouldn't it? I don't know. Uh, one more thing on sports. Wilder and Fury are fighting uh, tomorrow maybe. Can you look that up? Um, Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury 3, Wilder Fury 3, I think it is. Um, Tyson Fury, yeah, Tyson Fury has put on like 27 pounds. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't like, I hope, I hope Deontay Wilder has been working on boxing, bro, because he got outclassed outmatched, outfought last time. Tyson Fury beat the shit out of him. And I, you know, I like boxing, but um, I love I love heavyweight boxing and there's not many heavyweights in the game. These these two are pretty much it. And then you got like Josh, Anthony Joshua, who he's really fallen off. He's not really getting shit done anymore. Um, tomorrow to watch Wilder 3. So, can you just, uh, can you add to the Google search um, Australia... Australia time. See what, when this fight is. Um, 3 p.m. What day? Or is it today? Shit, it could be today. I might have to get the fucking fire stick um, plugged in. That sounded mad (laughs) homoerotic. Plug in the fire stick. That sounds like a STD. That sounds like a um yeah, a herpes infested penis fire stick. Uh, Sunday, October 9th in the US, which would be Oh no, so Saturday, October 9th. So Sunday here, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'll try and maybe I'll go to a pub or something. Try and watch that one. I went to the pub to watch uh uh Tyson. Um versus Holyfield, the one where he bit his ear off. I watched that live with my old man at The Caledonian. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that was back that was back before like all the pubs got done up. And it was like fucking just blokes. Blokes, whose whole personality was their masculinity was in there. Um yeah, and I thought you dude, that was where, that was where my comedy career started. I remember the fucking joke I made and bear in mind can you check check what year that was, that fight? I want to see how old I was. Uh yeah, Tyson Holyfield. I don't know what one it was. Ninety six. Um I wonder if that's the one. my yeah. So, Holyfield two. They so they had a rematch after that. Ninety seven. So I was seven years old. Okay. So don't judge my comedy skills. And I'm in a pub. I'm trying to impress the fucking you know the bike. He's sitting next to me, and I said, "Um, oh God, this I I almost don't want to repeat it. This is a seven year old. Okay." Fuck. I'm actually embarrassed. I said, oh, he wanted some red cordial. (laughs) Mike Tyson. I was talking about the blood coming out of Holyfield's ear. That's uh, that's where it all began, my comedy career. But, uh, yeah, man. I... Yeah, I want to watch this fight. I, I really... My money would be on... Dude, I don't know whether this weight gain is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. My money would... I mean, from the last fight, my money would be on Fury. Just, he just beat the shit out of Wilder last time. But I want Wilder to win, bro, Because, I don't know, if he loses again... Does he have a boxing career? Like the you know, that is it his left hand or right hand that he's knocking everyone. It's his right hand. Um he he everyone will just say like, oh yeah, it's just he got he got his one punch in and that's why he was winning all these fights. You no, know, he I reckon he knocked out like twelve people in a row before he fought Fury. But um yeah, I don't know. I want wild I want wild, I want to see Wilder fucking really have some skill instead of just power tomorrow. I'd love to see that. So, uh I'm going to go to a pub and watch it um instead of streaming it, I think, because um I mean it doesn't really support pay-per-view does it going to a pub, but I don't know. Better than streaming it. Um that's it. Let's go to our advice. Let's finish off with advice. We that need to no move problems. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, uh, this one's coming in from David. Should I leave my girlfriend of six years? And that's, you know, it's always it's always a good um way to make decisions writing into the Welcome to the Potty podcast to make your relationship decisions for you. So let's see how this goes. Boss man, I've been with my girlfriend since we were 20. I loved her to bits at first sight. She was sweet, kind, and enthusiastic about everything. In the last few years, she's put on a lot of weight. And I don't mean a small amount. I mean, she's now at around 600 pounds. I'm out. I'm telling you, dude, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. And I've told this to Rachel. You fucking start looking like, I'm not even letting you get to 600. Are you fucking kidding me? You get to my weight and I'm out. If Rachel carried my like, I look like shit. I'm six seven. Rachel's five ten. If she weighed what I weigh, without a baby in her, you know, you know, you can forgive pregnancy most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, if she if she weighed as much as me, she would look like shit. I'd be out. I'm telling you, I'm easy money. I'm that shallow. Okay, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of it. Anyway, um, six hundred pounds, and she can't fend her for herself these days. She depends on me and I have to do everything. She always demands food and treats me like dirt. <laughs> Yuck, dude. I bet she smells like shit too. It sounds like she smells like shit. Um, she's rude and mean and not the girl I fell in love with and she refuses to try and fix the issue. What should I do as I have begun to fall out of love with her? Bung, bung. You said it, dude. You have begun to fall out of love with her. So tell her that. Don't, you, you don't need to be mean with it. Yeah, that's Bart Simpson washing himself with a rag on a stick, bro. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Fat fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to get out of there, bro. I'm sorry. You know, you don't, yeah, like I said, you don't have to be mean. You don't need to be like, ever since you fucking lazy fat bitch, you put on all this weight, I'm out. No, just be like, look, you've changed. You... You you're not treating me the way I want to be treated, um, and I I can't do this anymore. You, you you know you you said it's your girlfriend, so it's not your wife. You don't have kids. It doesn't sound like if there's ever a time to get out, it's now, dude. Before you you know I mean you're probably not even banging her, but so there's no risk of getting her pregnant. But like, get the fuck out, bro. Honestly. You don't want to be with a 600 pound girl. No offense to the fatties that listen, but you don't want to be with a 600 pound girl, dude. Yuck. Imagine what the pussy smells like. It's all sweat. Dude, nah. Do you know, and I don't know this from experience. I actually haven't smelt it, but I've heard it from like TV shows and shit. But When people are super fat and they've got like, like rolls, like when their belly folds over and shit, apparently under that, smells like shit. And that's what your girlfriend smells like, dude. Get the fuck out. And she's got the nerve to, what'd you say? She she always treats me, no, she always demands food and treats me like dirt. She's rude and mean and not the girl I fell in love with. That would be my selling point. Not even selling point. That'd be my out clause. You are not the girl I fell in love with. In physical and emotional ways. No, that still sounds mean. You're not the girl I fell in love with. I can't do this anymore. Have you talked to her about it? Dude, it's hard. She's 600 pounds. She's going to have to put in work too to like get down. Get out, bruh. Just give up. Just start again with someone who's not 600. Start with someone who's, I don't know. I'm not very good at pounds, but females probably probably like 150 pounds or something for like a healthy female. What was I? When I was playing, when I was healthy, I think I was like 220 pounds, which is around 100 kilos. So yeah, you don't want to even be close to 200 as a female. You want to be, yeah, 180 maybe is like the top maybe, maybe like 150. I don't know. 130 if you if you like I'm real small my guy but 600's not on that's like that's like 200 kilos it's more it's like 250 kilos dude Nah. no bruh, get out that's disgusting that is disgusting if i was 250 kilos it would be disgusting how how you even stay this long cuz that doesn't happen a oh. all. Oh, she's that big, 272 kilos. Can you go back to those pictures? This is how she looked when she was 660 pounds. So that's 30 kilos bigger than what your girlfriend is and she doesn't have ankles. Her ankles look like sacks of meat. That is fucking disgusting, dude. Yeah. Nah, get the fuck out. She can't. Dude, what do you think she's going to do? Fucking chase you, dog? (laughs) Get the fuck out of there. Yuck. Oh, these fucking fatties, bro. Dude, and then they get mad at you for like, oh, don't fat shame. Dude, don't eat so much. I'm ashamed of myself for the shape I'm in, bro. And you can can literally see the difference in my ankle and calf. How did they... There's got to be like a mental disorder where you don't feel shame or something. Completely shameless. Oh, my metabolism. No, dude, do some exercise, you fat fuck. What is her legs? What are her legs, dude? They look like melted cheese. Dude, have you ever put like a mozzarella ball on a pizza and then it melts and that's what her legs look like?
1: Yeah, this looks wild. i got to leave the page.
0: Yeah, get out of there. All right, uh David, get the fuck out. That's all I'm saying. And be mean if you want. That's I was picturing like um you know, like when you're at the shops and someone's like pretty big. I was picturing that. That was a fucking gluttonous sloth. Get the fuck out and be as mean as you fucking want. That's disgusting. You shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I'm fat shaming. You should not ever look like that, dude. That is fucking nuts. Dude, I got arthritis and shit. I'm still doing botanic gardens to try and not be a fat fuck. 600 pounds is not my metabolism slow. My metabolism is slow. I take a shit every like two days. Doctor said that's normal. Doctor said, yeah, yeah, like daily every two days, that's fine. When it gets out to three days, maybe you got to start doing Metamucil and all this shit. My doctor said two days is fine and that's slow for me. When I was healthy, bro, I was taking, I was like eating and shitting it out in 30 minutes. Now I'm I'm holding on to everything, dude. I don't, I don't like it. That's why. And then I love beer as well. Oh, man. And sweets, sugar. My God, dude. I had some um, Sour Patch Kids last night. So that's another like three or four kilos. I'm just gonna hold on to. I didn't eat three or four kilos of Sour Patch Kids. You eat like five hundred grams of Sour Patch? Not five, Not even that. Hundred grams of Sour Patch Kids. You were gonna put on three kilos, bro, because that sugar is nuts. David, get out. It's disgusting. Uh. Oh, this is funny. Should I break up with my boyfriend? This one's from Amanda. Hi Clay. i I'm, I'm 15 and my boyfriend is 16. Recently he's been drinking more and more and is now ruining our relationship. He's drinking more and more and he's sixteen. He's got mental health issues, Amanda. Not only is he constantly with loads of girls and getting drunk with them, he posts SS of their texts. Posts lots or pictures or in his story. Yeah, so he's screenshot screenshot or SS is screenshot. He posts screenshots of their texts on his story in which they are clearly flirting. I, I told him it makes me uncomfortable and he played the victim. This, this is taking a harsh toll on my mental health. I'm so confused what to do. He's done loads of awful stuff as well on top of this. I'm just scared he will spread rumors or lies about me. What do I do? You're 15, so yeah, of course, you're worried about rumors and shit. But also, of course, you're not going to be with this guy forever. So yeah, break up with him. Who gives a fuck? And you said he's done awful, loads of awful stuff. He's doing flirts. He's drinking. You don't want to be with this fucking guy. You don't even need a reason at that age. Just tell him you don't want to be his girlfriend anymore. Bung, bang, you're done. Easy peasy. Uh, harsh on your mental health. Yeah, you don't want to be around it. Get out. Easy. Last one. This one's coming in from Gerald, which seems unlikely. Do you know any Gerald's?
1: Not one.
0: <clears throat> Gerald Wallace. Gerald Green. These NBA players. These are the only Gerald's I know. Gerald from A Arnold.
1: I don't know any of them. I've heard of them, but I don't actually know. Gerald any. Green? Yeah. The four-fingered assassin? I just don't know any Gerald's, I guess. I've never come across a Gerald. Oh, yeah. You person. know of them. Yeah.
0: But you've never met them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've never met none of these guys. So, maybe this is a code name because listen to the... Um, Subject line here. Got a girl I just barely met pregnant. No clue what to do or think. I'll tell you what to do: wear a condom next time. How's that sound, boss man? I met this girl from the Philippines on Tinder. And (laughs) of Tinder, yeah, right. This is a this. This seems like a uh, uh, a a mail order situation but uh, let's, uh, let's keep listening to Gerald, if that is your real name. And I've known her for maybe two months. We have had sex maybe three or four times <clears throat> and she just sent me a positive pregnancy test. Hold up a picture of it or she sent you the pissy stick in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's very against abortion. Oh, sorry to hear that doggy. I've got... I've got, you know, a couple notched up. <laughs> um, she's very against abortion and I know me and her are not good for each other being partners. She does not have citizenship and told me I don't have to deal with it but I'm freaking out. I realize it takes two to tangle. Oh, you're a retarded, dude. It's tango. <laughs> it's tango. It takes two to tango. <laughs> um and I have pulled out every time. You are retarded, dude. The pullout method, dude. You know what? You know what? My nickname is King Arthur, bro, because my pullout game is tight. But that doesn't mean that your pullout game can be on my level, dude. All right, you. It's gotten <laughs> in brackets. I didn't even read this. <laughs> I pulled out every time, and in brackets it says it's gotten me through many partners. <laughs> this dude wears a helmet on the bus. I don't want a kid right now. And I know she's not my soulmate. What do I do? I know my parents would love a grandkid, but I don't know in this scenario, I fucked up. Oh dude. Well, what you should do is build yourself a fucking time machine and go do some sexual education first. Cause pullout does not work. Put a rubber on dude. And especially on Tinder, you know, this girl two months and you think you're just trusting her not to burn you? You got worse than burn. I would prefer an STD than a kid, bro. That's the worst STD you can get, is a child. Um, bro, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, what, what do you do? Uh, it's over for you, doc. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't have any advice for you except, um, Dude, get a good job so you can pay to child support. I don't know, it's over for you. Yeah, yeah. Sad trombone, doggy. You have learned the hard way. Oh man, I'm so happy I didn't get anyone pregnant in America because that's, dude. There's no abortions really over there. Um, like even if if they are legal in your state, girls usually don't want to get them, and if they. And then if you're in Texas, you're just not allowed to get an abortion. Dude, why do you think people get pushed downstairs? No, that's, that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke, dude. Um, <clears throat> please don't do that. Please don't do that. um, Dude, you don't have a choice here. You don't need to stay with her just because you've got a kid. Um, You know, you guys made a mistake, and you have to pay the price for that. um. You know, if she's going back to the Philippines, that doesn't mean you got to go there. Um, but you're gonna have a kid that is gonna want to meet you at some point, and I don't know. I think the best thing for you to do is actually still be in the kid's life. I would do uh, FaceTime. I would be planning trips to the Philippines and all that shit. Um, pack condoms because you don't want to have two kids in the Philippines. You dumb fuck. Okay. You're a goofy motherfucker for this. I've pulled out every time. You say that like like you've been responsible. Pull the pull out maneuver is an irresponsible gamble, my guy. <laughs> that's taking the underdog on a lock. <laughs> that is taking, you know, that's taking um the Orlando Magic against the Brooklyn Nets. That's the pull out. That's the pull out, my guy. You cannot do that shit just make sure you you don't deprive this kid of a father that's all I'm saying be there at least on the phone very minimum okay Gerald you're not your name's not Gerald but you fucked up my guy and um, I don't feel sorry for you I don't she said dude I wonder if she sent you a pregnancy test that is so funny. If <laughs> she sent you the stick in the post, that's wild for the night. Um. Anyway, Gerald, tell a friend and tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty Podcast and all the good advice they can get if they write in. Um. Don't forget to rate and review the show. Five stars, five stars. I need 200 five-star reviews and I will shut the fuck up about it. But right now I've got like 83. I will right now just check if there's any new reviews to read out before we go um, okay should have had this maybe queued up but you know we don't you know we leave it rough rugged and raw we don't no no new ones 87 so I need a hundred thirteen more so you know if you're if you're traveling to the Philippines to go on bang Bang some broads and get get some girls pregnant. Take their phone for a second and just chuck a five star rating on the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. And let's let's get some five star reviews. I need two hundred of them. Thanks. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the fucking share button. Share the posts in your stories and all that shit. Um, we're trying to grow this bitch, and we're trying to you know we've only got Bung Bung Coffee right now, uh, which is my own company sponsoring the show. So I'm just shifting money into different bank accounts. It's not even, it doesn't even make sense. We need more listeners so we can get more sponsors. Tell your friends, tell your family, uh, tell, you know, the mother of your, you know, shameful love child. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bong <laughs> to I'm to